Recording now. Alright. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Remix Podcast. Hi, my name's Mari. And I'm Stacy. And this is AJ. Say something, AJ. Okay. You ha- <laughs> and you have the mic plugged in? Yeah, it's... Well, we're look all- at it. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. We're, we're recording on a different computer today because... Mari's computer spontaneously decided to update. Well, this is like the the Microsoft, uh, the Windows 10 update podcast. I all feel over like again. I'm being oppressed by the PCs. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good. Today is a cold day in Chi Town. Yep, it is cold. Windy. Um, not as bad as yesterday. Yesterday was pretty cold. So I think that. <laughs> We should call this podcast. Remember how we were we called the last one Patreon Strikes Back, where yeah. Patreon's the Empire. Yeah. Now it's Return of the Patreon. Yeah, because they reversed. I keep the thinking th- you're gonna say patriarchy every time you say Patreon, <laughs> and I'm like, no, not the patriarchy. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. The patriarchy's okay sometimes. It's not. Um, okay, <laughs> so Patreon. If you have not heard, if you have somehow missed the entire kerfuffle with Patreon. Patreon is basically a crowdfunding platform that lets people such as ourselves um, and uh, be supported by patrons, uh, usually for like smaller dollar amounts, but sometimes you have people that donate larger amounts also. But the bulk of Patreon is supported by like one to two dollar donations. Basically, they re- they took back what would screw over people who like to donate one dollar, and now it's everything's okay. Yeah, so basically they came out and they said, uh, sorry, we fucked up. Um, Specifically, we fucked up because we did not take into account that this, like, new fee change that they were going to do unfairly punishes people who donate $1 to $2 a month. And it also, we didn't ask creators before we decided to do it. We just did it, and so everybody was really pissed. And everybody made a lot of noise about it, uh, made their feelings heard, and in about five days, or six days, Patreon was like, whoopsie, never mind, we're not going to do that. They are still planning on making a change, Mm -hmm. but because there are issues with the payment system as it is, we mentioned this before, how, like, for people that have, like, tangible physical rewards, you there is a desire to charge up front, and that can create some problems. Um, but they're not going through with the update as it was previously suggested. So, what kind of cool news have you researched this week? What? It's a segue. Oh, what do you mean, cool news? Well, you, you did all the research, so let's what's what did you what'd you find? Oh, that I mean that was just the first topic on my list. Oh, because that's what everybody's been talking about. Oh, okay. We're already on the topic list. Oh well, fuck me. The then. podcast has already started. I don't know where you've been. Well, oh, fine. <laughs> I guess I'll press record then. Okay. Um, and other in other cool news. What's cool? The FCC has voted to repeal net neutrality. Uh. However, I don't want everybody to freak out because they still have to defend this in court and this has already been, they've already tried to do this twice and it's been defeated both times. So if you have been calling your representatives and yelling at them about this, like, 
continue to freak continue out. To d- continue Actually, to Actually, you know, that. you should be freaking out because the freaking out, like, if anything I've learned, it's like, people are like, God, I hate pe- entitled whiners. And I'm like, well, have you been on the internet in the last 10 years? Because that's literally the only way you get what you want. If yeah. you want EA to stop fucking you over, if you want Patreon to not do a stupid decision, you gotta scream about it until you get what you want. So, I don't know what world you guys are living in, but... Yeah, I suppose I meant, like, don't freak out as in, like, it's not over yet. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the, like now's the time to, like, buckle up and, like, get down to business, you know? If you're a person who loves yelling at other people... Oh, my God, this we is... We need you more than this ever. This is your time. This is your time. This is your time If you to love shine. yelling at people... Yeah. This is it. We need you. Yep. Specifically you to call... <laughs> don't threaten any lives. That, yeah. But... Just, you just get real annoying about it. No threats, just yell. Real loud. Yeah, I mean, like, there are a lot of, like, valid points that you can make while yelling. In case you guys don't know, the reason why this is so important is because... <coughs> I'm so sorry. The thi- so it's okay. <coughs> now I'm too. Me too. Um, you're not alone. And the reason why this is important is because people fear that they're going to divide internet up, kind of like how cable companies do, and have, like, one package for social media, one package for streaming, and so on and so forth. This so, isn't, like, a hypothetical. They've done this in our other countries already. True, true. And I and just want to, people to know that, like, that would overall make your internet more expensive. It would be harder and for... slower. It would be harder for small creators like us to reach a larger audience and... Uh, smaller business owners who want to be like found on Google search are gonna have a harder time, so it's gonna be really difficult for everybody involved except for the cable companies who own all the internet. They're basically trying to make the internet cable all over again. And if you remember cable, I know a lot, my, not many of you still have it. It was awful and expensive, and half the channels were ads. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's weird because like I don't know why any consumer would be in favor of repealing net neutrality like there is no consumer reason why you would want it unless you are a person who literally only uses one website like and even then one of the biggest one of the big issues that people have with it is that like when you can charge companies different amounts for speed like yes that affects the company but that also affects the quality of like your internet connection and your ability to access different websites. And it's not even like it's costing too much to do these things. It's just a no. way for them to charge you more. No. The m- basically and the- ha- and limiting access to social media is pretty much infringing on a human right because according to the UN, the internet, is a basic human right, and you should have the right to be have access to social media, because for many people in other countries, or even in our country, that's the only way for people to have a voice. Yeah, and, you know, it can um, also, like, disproportionately affect certain groups, like, usually smaller groups, like, niche groups, or, like, marginalized groups, because the internet is a place where, like, people can you know, find people like them. I feel like the internet has done a really good job, and, you know, there's downsides. The internet has done a good job. Yes. The internet. Good job, internet. Good job, internet. You're a good boy. The internet has done a good job of letting some people have voices who didn't have them before. There's downsides to that, 
But there's also, you know, people become more aware of voices that they never would have even interacted with in their real life. So, like, let's take, for example, I know this is, like, going to be annoying to some people, but sometimes, like, I see posts on Tumblr where someone's just talking about their experience as whatever, and they're, like, a type of person that I don't really interact with a lot. So then I go, oh, like, I get it. Like, I understand where you're coming from and all this stuff, so I have a, so I can be more aware of your point of view when I look at social issues and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's been really useful in giving, like, people of color a voice, uh, people in the LGBTQ plus community a voice, where more people are able to get that basic amount of empathy for marginalized groups. And if you have it so social media is behind a paywall that's, you know, beyond whatever people pay for whatever, you're kind of silencing a lot of people who can't afford an extra fee. Well, and, like, let's let's be real. A lot of things require the internet now Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of like oh well there's like free internet access at the library like no like in in this country if you want to find a job if you want to you know there's lots of things that like are much easier like if you have access to the internet some people don't have access to the library to get the internet yeah you know and some people you know, and also, like, when you make things harder in that way, you're disproportionately affecting some groups and not others. Like, you know, honestly, like, if they put through a bunch of changes, like, yes, it would suck that my internet would be more expensive. But honestly, like, I would put up with it because that doesn't, you know, because, yeah. but I'm not the person who should, who, like, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about everybody other, else. Yeah. You know? And, you know, there's some people who are like, I, sometimes I like see things where people are just asking for general advice or help where they're like, oh, yeah, like, we don't have enough money to pay, pay for groceries and blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, you're able to pay your internet bill, but, like, not anything else. So, like, for a lot of people, the 20 bucks a month for the internet covers, you know. Their entertainment. Their entertainment. How they reach family. How they reach their family, like, communications, uh, being able to fill out job applications, Oh, $20 is going to pay for their fucking groceries? Yeah. No, it's not. It's yeah. just not. So, like, $20 a month for, that's what some people pay for, like, the most basic of internet. That's all someone can afford. So if they, like, split it up so they have even less, like, what's going to happen? I mean, and, you know, if anything, like, people in, like, the gaming and, like, quote-unquote nerd community should be even more concerned because... If you use anything like Twitch or Netflix, like, those could all start to be more expensive. Like, way more expensive. Way more expensive. Because they could charge, your internet provider could charge you, like, 10 bucks a month just to use Twitch. Not, like, a creator to use Twitch. Like, a viewer to use Twitch. Your internet provider. That's that's not what Twitch would charge you. They're honestly trying to make the internet like cable because they were like cable let's just lean back and soak it all in like that one episode of South Park where they're just rubbing their nipples because they can do whatever they want <laughs> yep, to yep. that's basically what they're they trying to they have the little like flaps over their nipples yeah it's not a joke they're trying to make they're trying to get back to the golden age of cable when we were all just fucked 
Yeah. And ever since we've all moved away from cable because it's a terrible, awful system full of shit. Sorry, Stacey, I, I know that you, you use cable. <laughs> I don't. Your husband does. My husband does. It disgusts me. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I'm uh, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be over here watching Netflix on my iPad. Thanks. Without thirty commercials about men's pants, yeah, technology. <laughs> oh my God, sports channels have the craziest commercials. <coughs> They're it's got so a fit. They don't cut and bind like other jeans. <laughs> my balls need a good U fit. You're like, what is this? No, it's even it's even special testicle technology. It's even worse when you watch like. Because you know how, like, when you watch, I think what I really hate about, like, watching live TV is that the commercials, like, it's like they're insulting because you watch it and you're just, like, you can tell that some advertising executive was like, okay, our segment is, like, 20 to 30-year-old women and this is what they came up with and it's so fucking insulting. I'm just like, why do you think that this would be attractive to me? You know what I mean? Now that you're a mom, you yeah. want your babies to have the softest butts. And I'm like, get away from me, please. <laughs> we know that being a mom is the only thing that's important to you. Is the only thing in your life worth doing. Oh my god, I'm looking for that special someone. Welcome to ChristianMingle.com. I'm looking for that special someone under God. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... But to come back to our earlier point, even though they did this vote thing, it's not it's not official yet. So keep making noise about it. Retweet all the things. Call your representatives if you're in the U.S. People don't change until you yell at them. Yep. So I know that's like, oh, why are you so entitled? Oh, well, because you have to be. So whatever. Uh, did you also hear that Disney is buying parts of Fox? Yeah, I've been looking at, like, Xenomorphs are technically Disney princesses now. No, they're not. (laughs) Yes, they are. No, because Disney has rules for being a princess. It was a joke, Stacey. No, 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 but I actually have an article on this list I know what the rules are, and I'm really pissed off that Princess Mononoke isn't an official Disney princess yet. Fucking bullshit. So, Princess uh, Mononoke fits all the rules. Why is she not an official Disney princess? Does she fit all the rules? Well, she's a princess. And she has large amounts of courage. Wait. She's princess of the wolf clan. Is she, wait, is is she in a Disney or Pixar film? No, she's in, she's a Studio Ghibli film, which is owned by Disney. Oh, so but it's not a Disney film, so it doesn't count. Okay. Whenever people are like, what's your favorite Disney princess? I'm like... Uh, technically Princess Mononoke. So the four rules are they must be human or human-like, as in the case of Ariel and formerly Tinkerbell. Character oh, so m- Nala's m- not a princess? No. <gasps> character must have a primary role in an animated Disney or Pixar film. The character must not have been introduced in a sequel. The character must have either been born royal, married royal, or have performed an act of heroism. So that includes Mulan. So that's why it includes, like, Merida. Merida and Mul- Merida is a princess, though. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's the daughter of one of the kings. Oh. That's why they're like, you have to get married. She's like, nah. So who's the one that's, what, is Mulan? No, Mulan's not royal. Yeah, she's just of a noble house. 
So she's not a princess, but she commits an act of heroism. Let's see, Belle, Belle isn't royal. But she commits an act of heroism. Yep. Um, uh, Cinderella marries into it. Um, that gold digger. What's her face? <laughs> I watched a pretty cool video about how Cinderella <coughs> isn't as sexist as people think it is because she doesn't... The thing is that she doesn't use um, masculine ways of saving herself because she grows up in an, in an emotional and a physically abusive household and she escapes by using her dreams and stuff. And because of the friendships and kindness that is she made. Is this something you watched on Cracked? No. Oh, because it seems like it would be a, a really good no, it was by like video. it was by some girl. And I was like, these are a lot of really good points. She didn't, like, do it the stereotypical, quote-unquote, masculine. What is feminine and masculine, anyway? But she uses, like, friendship and kindness and stuff to get herself out of the situation because she built friendships and kindness with the animals and stuff, and those animals helped her. If you are struggling in poverty, just make friends with some rats. And they will save you The point is that, like, she didn't, she was... Some people who are in physically and emotionally abusive situations don't know how to get out of it and blah, blah, blah. It was a cool video. I thought it made some good points about how people view what is perceived as feminine qualities as weak when it doesn't necessarily need to be so. Mm-hmm. Um, who, Disney owns Hulu now. They, okay. They own the majority stake in Hulu. Um, and... Are they going to change the fucking way it works? There's, so there's there's a lot of, like, uh, basically everything at the moment is kind of like, who knows what they'll do? But th- a lot of people have been looking at this because it's like, okay, Disney owns a lot of these things now. Like, they own a bunch of, you know, K- Kingdom Hearts Simpsons crossover. Who knows? King- Kingdom Hearts is already a crossover. It's going to be a triple... <sighs> what? Oh, it's probably just gonna be gonna end up in uh, Simpsons. You know, it, it means that Disney owns X Men and Futurama, a um, bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it'll. I don't know. Who knows what they'll end up doing with it? All hail the new monopoly. Yeah. Um, did you know that there's going to be an Adventure Time game? No, oh, there's twenty eighteen. There's lots of Adventure Time games. There's gonna be a new one. Yeah, about, about what? About being a pirate. <gasps> Hold on. Wait, is that a gay ad? <gasps> We're open. What, Truvada. That's, it's. It's a sex. Oh, yeah. never mind. Never mind. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't, don't even say what it is. That's just an insulting ad now. Why is it insulting? I know why you think it's insulting, but like. It was two gay black men sitting together and they're saying. And they're talking about a medicate. But, like, they, okay, so I've seen ads for this, though, and they have them for, like, everybody. Okay. So this is probably just one variation that they're showing to me because they, because I look at all the gay shit on this computer. Uh-huh. So they're like, oh. I thought, I was like, oh, that's cute. They oh, have maybe ad- that's they have, racist. They have ads for this on the train, too, and they usually come in, like, sets of, like, three or four. Okay. With people of Because I was like, oh, two gay black men must have HIV. What? Fucking no. Ass. I mean... A lot of like, Rude. but a lot of like, well, it, a lot of medication commercial commercials and ads are kind of. I thought it was an erectile dysfunction drug, and I was like, "We've done it, we've made it!" And, but no, it's an HIV They're way drug. Too young. I don't know. Uh, okay. 
Okay, so... Oh, by the way, if you have a penis and, you know, in your 20s and you have erectile dysfunction, it's normal. Just saying. Yeah. It's normal. People can have erectile dysfunction as a teenager. Sometimes Uh. it's just because of anxiety. (laughs) What? I just don't want anyone to feel out there... Who I has just a think it's funny how to you have anxiety like, about their penis. In every like video or like podcast we do, you always end up saying like something ridiculous, and then you're like, okay, but for real, everybody who has genitals, blah blah blah. I'm just saying, if you have a penis and sometimes you have anxiety and you lose your erection, that's normal. And if somebody else tries to make you feel bad for it, they're not good enough for you. I don't know that that's the same thing as erectile dysfunction, though, is it? Yeah, I it is. That I thought that ED was, like, a specific, like, that that's not caused by anxiety. That's caused by, like, an actual, like, body chemistry thing. Either way. Even if it is it's, a body it's chemistry like, It's like thing. the different... Younger people do have that, too. No, 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 no. I'm not saying people, younger people can't lose their erections. I'm just let's saying... Look up, let's look it up. We're looking up erectile dysfunction. But, like, a lot of the times, you know... You know how, like, sometimes people who have vaginas can't come because they have too much anxiety. That's the same thing, but with a penis. Yep, it can be... Yep, it can be... From anxiety? Yeah, I think so. So So, I think this... I think it just encompasses, like... All boner issues. Yep. So what I'm saying is I just don't want anyone out there because I feel like sometimes when somebody has a penis and they put a lot of pressure on the erection... You know, not that same amount of pressure is put on vaginas for being wet, you know? Hmm. That's interesting that you feel that way. I I don't know that I agree with you. Oh, probably because I have a very juicy vagina, so I've never had that issue. I, wow. People have shamed your vagina for being dry. I'm just saying that, like, I think that you'd be surprised, like, that, um... People can be, people can, basically, people can be shitty about genitals for any old reason. You're right. It doesn't have to be, like, a, I mean, I would say that, like, and also the fact that, like, a lot of, you know, like, like, ED medication is, like, covered by insurance and, like, all Mm -hmm. of that stuff, whereas, like, a lot of the stuff for vaginas, like, they don't even work on it medically because they don't care, you know? (laughs) That's true. Like, they make... Just spit on it! Like, seriously, (laughs) like, they make medications for, like, erectile dysfunction Mm -hmm. and whatnot, but they don't make anything for women who can't come. Mm -hmm. That's, like... Think about it. There is no medication for I know you're going to be really annoyed, but there are some not health insurance-covered things, like, um, there is a lubricant that has HTC in it that will make your vagina more sensitive i feel like though it doesn't count no i'm just oh no this is a side note i'm not saying this is like medical thing i was saying oh no we're equal now no i'm not saying we're equal i was just saying somebody out there was like oh man i really wish there was something for my labes yeah but that's like those are those things are all like completely new and they're yeah you're right i was just saying you know giving a tip yeah out there yeah because HTC can make you more sensitive, mm-hmm. and that it won't make you high. It'll just make your vagina. Are you high. talking about THC? Oh, or HTC. What's that? No, an HTC Vive. Just put on your Oculus Rift. And your just vibe. put your Vive on your vagina. No, no, no. no. Uh, it's a lubricant with which has uh, what's THC. THC in it. And I was, it won't like, make, I was like, oh, what's 
HTC. And it, and it won't make your brain high. It'll just make your vagina high. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It'll just make the sensations on your vagina high, but you won't be high. Does that make sense? I would, I'm just trying to give helpful tips to all the people who have vaginas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I've never used it. I just, you know, read about it. Yeah. I just, uh, I, don't, I don't think that, like, research in that area is on nearly the same level as it is for boners. I think that you are right, and we should do more research into clitorises. And I would like to be the head of that research team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember there was this one article, and it's still the funniest article ever, where scientists say that the G-spot is a myth made up by sex therapists. And I just imagine, like, this group of men, like, wearing lab coats, like, no, it's not, I, I don't know, I, it's not real. It's made up in women's heads. It's all in your head. It literally said, it's all in your head. And I was like, it's not. It's, like, the... It's an extension. I feel of your like clitoris. I remember when that happened because, like, every all the women res- responding to it were just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> the G spot is literally an extension of your clitoris. Like, <laughs> it's just like you know how. You, okay, so you know how you you know you got the little thing, the little P. How long have we been talking about this? I love genitals. What can I say? Oh my god! And I just want everyone to love their genitals and have a good relationship with them. <laughs> <laughs> and have the genitals that they you want. You haven't let me get through like one item on this list. And when I did go through the first item, you were like, "Are we doing the podcast yet? What other stuff did you? Re- what did do you, you mean let you get through? What I, do you mean? Like I have like a list of topic items, and every topic item that I brought up, you just interrupt me and like sideline the conversation somewhere else. My bad. I thought you know that was like the point. But, like, you don't let me actually finish, like, the story. Okay. Before we talk about it. Okay. And then you sideline me. Okay, well, back to Adventure Time, the game. So, what I was going to say, it's about being a pirate. <laughs> um, and basically, you'll be able to play as Finn, Jake, BMO, or Marceline. BMO? BMO. BMO. BMO? Did you know that BMO is a gender? No, gender fluid. Oh. BMO is canonically gender fluid. I mean, I didn't know that they ever addressed oh, the gender. Oh, it's canonical. BMO is canonically gender fluid. Oh. It's, like, confirmed. I just didn't think of them as any gender. Well, you thought wrong. Um, so, yeah, you'll play on a pirate ship, 3D world, blah, blah, blah. It should be fun. So, what is, what's it going to be on? Everything? Um, hold on. PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. Oh, nice. So, yep. Um, the a writer from a La- Last Airbender and an Uncharted director are building a new game and show. The pair departed Riot Games to do something new, and I actually know somebody who's working on that show. Cool. And seems like it's going to be really cool. I can't really say anything else about it because mm-hmm. it's all like, <sighs> wow. But I just, but it's like one of those like, oh, like it's gonna be cool. Um, what else? Uh, a Magic: The Gathering cosplayer quit over harassment. 
forcing people to speak up, highlighting a much bigger toxicity problem. Whenever things, these things happen in, like, different communities, I'm always just like, oh, like, so it, the conversation finally made it over there, too. Well, you know? I remember a few years ago there was a Magic the Gathering um, competitive tournament player who was a convicted rapist, and everyone defended him. And I what? was like, And he never told anyone he was a sex offender. Like, uh, before well, he went to, like, the did, tournament. So they didn't know? Nobody knew he was a convicted rapist. And then somebody was like, he's a convicted rapist. What he had done, trigger warning, is he raped a girl who was so drunk she was passed out on the toilet. And then, like, he only served four months for it because he was rich. Ew. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, I've paid my dues. It's like, did you, though? But anyway, like, everyone, like, all, not everyone, obviously. I shouldn't blanket the Magic the Gathering community, but <laughs> it's pretty, like, he was, it was, like, he didn't serve his time. He didn't, like, his entire apology was just basically about how poor him, instead of, like, I raped somebody who was passed out on a toilet. Yeah, that's kind of like that, that reminds me of that, like, Brock Turner guy who, like, raped a girl behind a dumpster, like, in public. And everyone's like, oh, poor him. I'm like, and they're what? Like, and they're like, his life is ruined now. And it's like, like, um, whose life is ruined? I'm pretty sure it's not his. I mean, I, I don't want to go ahead and say that his life isn't ruined because, you know, his face is, like, permanently associated with that now, but, like... That's not the conversation, that's not, like, who the conversation should be about, you know? Uh, yeah, I really, it, it bothers me that so many people are worried about Whoa. rapists in their lives. What I think the conversation should be about is helping victims become recovered, uh, maybe, you know, rehabilitation for the rapists, but, like, that's not who we should be worried about. yeah. And then everyone's like, well, why do we need to teach our men not to rape? And I'm like, I don't know. May Can we do something about it? Like, well, people are raping. We gotta... Okay, done with the rape. Yeah. <laughs> people people be raping? I didn't say that. that <laughs> I didn't say that. I said people are raping, and, like, it's a problem, and we can't just, like, get annoyed when people try to address the problem because I get it. Not all men are rapists or anything, and, like, nobody thinks that. It's just... Can yeah. we, like, address it? And then, you know, women rape, too. And I think that needs to be addressed. Well, anyway, going on. Woof. Whoa! <laughs> Dark side of the moon. Yeah. Um, in other weird news, uh, yeah, so one of the things that I was going to talk about was the reasons why Disney won't make the Xenomorph Queen a princess. <gasps> um, which, like, obviously... Talk about xenophobic. Uh, I mean, it's basically because she's an, an, an alien rude however people have pointed out that she is a devoted mother who spends all this time taking care of her eggs and her babies mm -hmm. she commits valiant acts of heroism trying to defend her poor babies from all these absolutely vicious humans that are just out to fucking poke them apart <laughs> and destroy them I mean, if that's not heroic, I don't know what is. I would also like to point out that Ripley could be a princess because she commits several acts of heroism. She's not royal. 
Oh, but the heroism. The heroism. Yeah. She straight up jumps into a pit of lava to kill a, a xenomorph. Ripley is amazing. She jumps into lava, well, molten steel, but still. And then they clone her, and then she's like half xenomorph, and then she has sex with a xenomorph queen. That's pretty heroic. And then <laughs> she kills her own xenomorph baby to save Earth. Okay? That's pretty... That's pretty heroic. I mean, she's explored, like, and the Xenomorph Queen has explored all these planets. I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, I feel like, you know, maybe we need to, the idea that a, a Disney princess has to wear a dress and they can't have an exoskeleton. You know is, what it is? What? I think it's because the Xenomorph Queen and Ripley were lesbians. Mm. Because Xenomorph Queen and Ripley did have sex in one of the movies. And they had a baby together. It's true. It's because they're lesbians that they won't let the Xenomorph Queen or Ripley be Disney princesses. Wait, have we? We don't have a. We don't have a gay princess yet. Nope. Dorothy and Red Riding Hood are lesbians, and well, they are in a woman-woman relationship in Once Upon a Time, and that's owned by Disney. But other than that, I can't think of anything. Huh. I re like. <laughs> uh, I would like to everyone to start pushing for the Although first there, but lesbian princesses, Xenomorph Queen, and Ripley. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> if anybody's going to end up being the gay princess, it's going to be Elsa, though. Oh, that's true. I mean, so I, found, I was there's a list on BuzzFeed. I remember oh. this. Disney princesses in order from least gay to most gay. And so, like, up at the top, of course, you have, like, Elsa because... I just want to point out that General whatever his name was from Mulan was bisexual, at least. Oh. Because he thought Mulan was a dude, and he still was crushing on Mulan. And then Mulan ended up being a girl, and he was turned off at first. And he's like, wow, this isn't what I signed up for. Exactly. He gets upset, and then he comes to terms that she's a Because first he's like, am I gay? Am I gay for Ping? <laughs> Am I gay for Ping? And then he's like, I think I am gay for Ping, and I'm okay with this. And then he finds out Ping's Mulan, and he's like, whoa, titties! I don't, I just came to terms with being gay. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know that that's exactly how the creators intended that to be, no. but it's how it should be. Yeah, and then, you know, when they're role-playing, he's like, call and then Mulan's like, call me Ping. And he's like, yeah. Um... In other weird news, Uber charges a passenger over $14,000 for a five-mile ride across Toronto. What? <laughs> because, so they've had a couple, like, instances of, like, surge pricing absolutely, just going absolutely crazy. Don't you remember when there was that, um... Imagine there, being that Uber driver, though. There, there was <laughs> a, uh, there was a shooting in Australia, and so, of course, like, all these people are, like, trying to get rides out of the area, and mm -hmm. Uber, like, drove up their surge pricing because it's an algorithm and it doesn't realize like oh it's an emergency that happened to my sister in paris too during the shootings yeah so she had to run into a building to a stranger's house <laughs> um christmas eyebrows are are replacing ugly sweaters as the worst holiday trend would you like to see christmas eyebrows you know what it's not like people take eyebrows too seriously on both sides you know what i'm saying where like people love to hate on eyebrows and i'm like they're just loving their life, okay? And then, you know, there's people who are doing all crazy things with their eyebrows, and then there's people hating on them, and I'm like, just leave them alone. 
Let him do it. Uh, is it not loading? No. I, if I've i seen feel, them, and they're just... I've seen them, too, and I like them. It's not like no anybody's going out and doing it. Um, so, yeah. I think it's fun. It's not like... That's kind of like when you dress up for Instagram. They're just having fun. Look at that. That's fun. Mm. It's fun. I no, guarantee no. you in two weeks you're going to be doing well, it. Well, so... No, it's going to be on your Instagram being like, I was with it all along. So, I... No, I'm all about, like, eyebrow decoration. I just feel like most... This, so, this is the picture that was along with the article. I like it. I don't like... See, what I don't like is that I don't like it when people take the eyebrow hair and brush it, like, a lot of, in a lot of fashion photos, they brush eyebrow hair straight up for some reason, and I'm always like, why? I think it's creative. I like it when people get creative. I like, I like the sparkles. What I don't like is the weird hair I like it. -ness. I'm, well, I'm not looking at it as in a sort of, like, how to make... Like, this is really cute. I'm not looking at it in terms of that's an eyebrow. I'm looking at it in terms of somebody expressing themselves, and that's why I like it. Yeah. I like the I like that they're doing the Christmas tree thing where it's like the eyebrows are like a Christmas tree. I think that's creative. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool. I don't know. I'm going to do it. I like, I mean, for a while there was a trend toward, have you seen the ones that were like lace? That sounds like that? cool. Yeah, when, um... When I walked in Boston Fashion Week, actually, we had feathers. Oh. Feathers on our eyebrows. I just think with, it's like, nice feathers that in hair. everyone's being really creative with their makeup. <laughs> I think it's really beautiful. And if anybody wants to just do it, you know, go for it. I think some of these look cooler than others, but... The goal of makeup is not always to be more beautiful. Sometimes it's to express your inner beauty. I'm really disappointed that you don't want to throw at least a little shade at this. I'm sorry. I just, I guess I'm not in the mood. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, um, let me think of something mean to say. See, like, I like this type of thing. Like, this, okay, so this one is, like, where You know, it's okay for us to like different types of Christmas eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can think... Listen, what I'm wondering, okay, <laughs> why is it only Christmas eyebrows, huh? Why are there no menorah eyebrows? That's a... The oh. eyebrow is really like they can the have like they can have one things. little plink up, plink up like yeah, it's on really each the thing. ideal shape. Where the for fuck are the look, look up Hanukkah eyebrows? <laughs> Let's see if we find anything good. Hanukkah. By the way, Pornhub the other day we had a little Hanukkah Happy Hanukkah thing on their thing. <laughs> There's nothing. No, and uh, Kwanzaa. Ooh, that that could nope. Just nope. beautiful pictures just of Rihanna. Chris, just Christmas. Just Rihanna. <laughs> so, yeah, really, we gotta get we gotta get some more holidays. We yeah. actually we actually have a menorah out this year. I saw. Yep. So, cause we're still celebrating both. Does that mean you get toy? I'm not giving you a Hanukkah present too. I already gave you, you don't a need birthday to give me a Hanukkah Christmas present. Or... I'm not. I'm not. We're not like. No. Super I know. I know that, that next year you're gonna be like Mari. I need a Christmas present, a birthday present, and a Hanukkah present. All at the same time. All at the same time. Oh, do you and guys if want... you don't do it, that means you're not my friend. Um, I got Stacy a separate present for her birthday and for Christmas, and she was happy. Yep. Tell them about the thing. Yeah, so Mari got me a headband with, are they Raven Skulls? Yeah. 
with raven skulls on it. So mm -hmm. you guys will see that on Instagram shortly. At Geek Remix a lot. Stacey's an Instagram model now. Yeah, so yeah, I post a bunch of like pictures and like cosplay on Instagram. So if you guys want to see that, you can check that out. And then also a portable espresso maker thing. As soon as I saw it, I knew that it was is, it. So it's like, it's almost, it looks like, oh, you know, like the little Beats pill, like the speaker, the pill speaker. That yeah. They have. If it was smaller, you could store it. Never mind. Just keep going. Just keep store talking. Just stop. Stop. Just oh keep going. Oh my God. You're just on a roll with the genitals today, aren't what you? What can I say? I was swiping through Tinder today. So, um, you basically, it's like this small thing and you put in like a little bit of water and with some hot espresso, water. hot water with some espresso and then you can make yourself a tiny cup of espresso. It comes with a cup attached to it. I know. So it's like basically, it's like the, everything that you would need to brew a tiny cup of espresso, like in this one, like tiny little case that I could put in it, my purse. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, what if Stacey needs emergency coffee? What if? <laughs> and a little tiny scoop just okay. to perfectly measure how much espresso beans you need. I think you're going to like this one. Woman claims she's had sex with 20 ghosts and prefers them to men. I saw this on the Boo Review. Shout out to the Boo Review. They're very nice people. Now her goal is to get pregnant from a ghost. Yeah, but isn't that like the end of the world according to the first season of American Horror Story? What? If someone gets pregnant by a ghost? Yeah, in the first season of American Horror Story, one of the twin babies inside of the mom was... Just in case you ever wanted to watch it and don't want spoilers, Mari spoils everything. Oops. Spoilers for American Horror Story season one. One of the <laughs> twin babies inside of the mom is half ghost, and apparently that makes... That's like the crossing between living and death or whatever the fuck, and so that's going to be the Antichrist. Yeah. So she's trying to have the Antichrist. So I, uh, I wish that I had the ability to believe I was fucking ghosts because then I could get laid whenever I wanted. I just like how she describes this. Do you want me to read how she describes it? Say it sexually. It started as an energy, then became physical. There was a pressure. There was pressure on my thighs and breath on my neck. I just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. You can feel it. It's difficult to explain. There was a weight and a weightlessness and a physical breath and stroking Does she and the feel energy penetration as well. or is it like are the ghosts men the and women? The woman said she had an affair with the ghost for three years, but that it ended when her human husband came home from work early and saw the shadowy shape of a man through the window. She was fucking some but some dude, and she was like, "No, no, no, no! I've been fucking a ghost." Since and she's then, been just like she has only she has not strayed from the paranormal pond and has had sex. With 20 ghosts. Her husband left her and she's been holding on to this. When? <laughs> when her husband left her he was like, no, you were cheating on me. And she's like, no, I've been fucking ghosts. This, whoever wrote this article was having a good time. When, when uh, people commented on the uh, number of ghost lovers she's had, their comments bordered on spooky slut shaming. I should imagine you have got quite a name for yourself in the spirit world, he said. I would imagine they would be keen to visit you. Now she wants to get pregnant by one of the ghosts. I've done a bit of research into phantom pregnancies. There's a possibility that it is a ghost in you, but people don't know how to carry it to full term. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, how is, is 
it going to be like a magic baby? She's not the only person. She's. Do you know that Kesha apparently also said she has had a sex with a ghost? I think a lot of people have had sex with ghosts because it's just like a wet dream. I don't know. So one time when I was a kid, I felt an, a hand squeeze my arm, and I was like, "What the fuck? Was that a ghost?" So if my, if my arm can get squeezed by a ghost, I'm pretty sure I can get fucked. Now, how did she know that she's having with sex with a male or female ghost? Yeah. So like, how does she know? Does she feel I would a assume, penis? I would assume penetration. But she doesn't know what's penetrating her. No. It could be a ghost dildo. Like, what I if mean, a ghost? What if a woman died wearing a strap on, or you know, if she's trans woman, pre-op trans woman? How does she know? I think she's being sexist. I think that maybe she just. I mean, she's having sex with ghosts, so. I think that there was an anime about that where a woman, a girl falls in love with an There's angel. There's an anime about everything. What's that r- internet rule? If you can rule think thirty four. If you can think of it, it exists. That's anime. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> if you can think of it, I I have to admit there have thirty four. There have been times where I've like fantasized about having sex <coughs> with somebody who's like invisible. <clears throat> Like, I saw Hollow Man, and I completely misunderstood the direction of the film. (laughs) (laughs) It's real. It's definitely the opposite of what I should have taken from it. But speaking of, I watched Red Dragon the other day because it used to be my favorite movie when I was a teenager because I thought it was romantic. (laughs) And guess what? It's still romantic. I don't know what it is. It's, uh, It's one of the Hannibal films starring What's His Face? Oh. And it has that really hot guy in it, who and like he's really crazy, and he falls in love with a blind woman. Ralph, are you talking about Ralph Fiennes or Edward Norton or who? Ralph Fiennes. Oh. I'm like obsessed with him, but um, he falls in love with a blind woman, and he's also a serial killer, but like he loves her, and it's like really weird and sexual. And I was like, this is so romantic. Everyone else was watching The Notebook, and I was watching Red Dragon. Like, I hope I have a love like this one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there are any movies that I watched that were, like, kind of messed up like that. Where it's, like, love, but what? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's think. There's tons of movies. Red Dragon was not a romantic movie, but in my head I was like, oh, yeah. That's it. That's my goals. (laughs) Um, I know that... Gonna lick ya. Uh, anyways, do you have a book to recommend this week? Or did you have any other news items before we move on? Um, no. No? Okay. I feel like a failure. You gotta, nah, that's not your responsibility. What the fuck's my problem? Uh, you knew we were gonna be doing I know! You were I know! I, I know, and I just took responsibility for my own shortcomings. Um, you don't, you don't have to feel like you have to supply topics. I'm just, when I ask you, I'm just making sure that I'm not, like, shutting you out if you have topics. You're not shutting me out. Okay. At all. Trust. I, um, no, I'm perfectly happy to come up with topics. It's, it's something that I enjoy doing. But you should always feel like, you know, if you have stuff that you want to talk about, we can do that, too. Well, I was like, Stacey's got it. That's usually true, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to point out that on Pornhub, whenever they have, like, little holiday things on there, it always makes me feel really weird. Like, Pornhub's trying to be, like, a part of everything. 
Yeah. You know, you, you know, it used to be like, do you want to share this on Facebook? I'm like, Pornhub, I know that you like want to be a part of everything, but you can't. Do you know that Pornhub's going to be driving snowplows in the UK? Yeah, I did. And they, they just keep trying to be a part of it, and you're like, but can you just... What was it that, what was that other thing that they did that they were like... They're just overall pretty polite and nice people. I think that you know what it is. I think they're they're just that like weird guy who's like really nice, but everyone's like, okay, but like you can't come to a family outing. No, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. We love you, but you cannot wear your kink outfit to mom and dad's party. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You cannot wear that. Okay, I know that's who you are. But can you wear, you know... And we, lo- and we love you for it, but just don't come to the party. Please. Please don't. Like, I feel, like, weird whenever that's, like, Merry Christmas from Pornhub, and it's, like, little Christmas emojis and shit. Here, I'll, I'll show you. Yeah, show me. I'm, I don't know if it's going to still be on there, but the other... I don't want to know what my autocomplete is. <laughs> oh, yeah, see? It's got um, a dreidel and a menorah. <laughs> And so, like, when I'm looking at this, like, girl doing whatever the fuck she's doing, and then I look up and I see a dreidel, I just feel weird. Yeah. (laughs) Where I'm like, oh, yeah, family time. Ugh. (laughs) Gross. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, moving on to, so, books. So I was going to recommend, I can't remember whether I recommended this on the podcast before, but I was going to recommend the Bobaverse series. What's that? It starts with a book called We Are Legion, We Are Bob by Dennis Taylor. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, uh, do you know, it's it's like uh. this guy at the very beginning of the book, he like is like this like tech guy and he signs up for this service where like your consciousness will be preserved as like an artificial thing mm-hmm. if, if you die. And, and then he gets hit by a car. This all happens immediately in the book, by the way. But then his consciousness wakes up, and he is now an artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, sweet, so it's, like, the future, and, like, all these, like, cool things have happened, and you can put me in a body, and they're like, uh, no, actually, uh, religious fanaticals have taken over the globe, and they bought this program, so you're now our slave. And, uh, it's about... That sounds really stressful. No, it's, it's not, though, because... Things happen and other things. He basically, they, uh, like, they, the humans have completely fucked the planet. And so he actually ends up going into space. And he explores the entire universe. And because he's an artificial intelligence, he can clone himself. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's kind of like Soma a little bit? A little bit, but there's not the horror element of it. It's, there, there's no weird, grimy things who guys who just want to be coral? It's more just like... Just like, hey, like what it I what I like about it is that like yes, it is like science fiction, but it also like seriously thinks about like, hey, like what kind of would happen if like artificial intelligence went to space and was like looking for a new home for mankind type thing. Um and the guy who narrates it is really wonderful. Uh does a really great job with like the kind of different personalities because the when the AI gets cloned, it's like different personalities of the same person, mm-hmm. and he does a really good job, kind of like bringing that to life, I guess. 
So if you wanted to check any of those out for free, you can visit audibletrial.com slash geekremix and listen to a free book. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly, which uh, some of you might know is a service that lets you rent over 8,000 games for Xbox, PlayStation, Wii, 3DS, and older systems. You can also rent DVDs. So basically they mail, you like have like a queue of like games or movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, you select one, they mail it out to you, you watch it or play it for however long you want. You can have, you know, one or two games out at a time, I think, that you can choose, like, how many you want. But it comes with, like, a pre-postage-paid return envelope, so you just, like, throw it in the mail when you're done, and they send you the next one in your queue. Oh, um, Ready Player One movie is coming out soon, so I would suggest listening to the Ready Player One audiobook. I'm in the middle it. of a sponsorship plug. Oh, sorry. I thought you were done. No. Whoops. I didn't even give them the link Oh, yet. my God. We <laughs> lost it. We lost the money. I'm really bad. Okay. We're never going to make money because of me. So you can try a free 30-day premium trial at gameflyoffer.com slash geekremix. And you can basically play as many games as you can turn over, like, in a month. But it's great, like, if you're the type of person who wants to kind of, like, try out a game without paying for it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Mari and I both tried this a while ago, and it they have, like, games for, like, a bunch of different systems, so especially if, like, you want to try something out or, like, just play it for a little bit and then, like, give it back, you can do that. So offer is gameflyoffer.com slash geekremix. Now you were saying... The Ready Player One audiobook is good, so if you want something to listen to and also get constant pop culture references, they'd be great. That is but a great segue into one of the topics that I was going to bring up, because I, a lot of people have been, like, hating on that book. On the book or the movie? On both. I think, yeah, you know what, I think in this current climate, I can understand why people would be annoyed by it, because... A lot of the media we have now are like, get it? It's Doctor Who. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get the reference? Do you? So I can see why people would be annoyed with it now. But at the time of reading it, that wasn't as much of a problem. Because the book is basically a love story to the early 80s. And it's on purpose because the character who is responsible for that grew up in the early 80s and struggled with autism and stuff like that. Canonically, they are an autistic person. Mm-hmm. And also, I think the main character is canonically autistic as well. Oh, so, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he is. I remember hearing that, but I could be wrong. But I just feel like, you know, if you're autistic and you're looking for stories that have autistic characters in it, I think you would, you would find some enjoyment in this. So one of the things that, like, I... That it, I'm glad that you brought that up, actually, because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, because a lot of people have... So, I've been seeing, like, a lot of discussion about it, because basically there's been a couple, like, excerpts from the book that were, like, floating around on Twitter, and a lot of people, I feel like, were commenting on them, like, having not read the book, Mm -hmm. Um, and when you take things out of context, of course you kind of miss, like, the broader context of the book. Now, I'm not saying that there are no problematic elements in the book. Like, every book... And every movie has some problematic elements in it. Like, you'd be hard-pressed to find a piece of media that you weren't like, hey, I wish they had had done X or Y 
better. The reason in the book why there's so much pop culture references is because the person who created all of these worlds struggled with autism through their whole life. I think people's issue was the sexism. What, what was the sex, like, um, I'm sure there is, I'm just struggling to remember. Oh, um, I, like, there's some parts where the main character is, like, kind of stalkerish. There's one point where I think he asks somebody if they're trans. And stuff like that. Well, that's his best friend, right? His yeah. best friend, he found out a thing, and so he asked. And it wasn't... Yeah, but I, what I said before was that people took these things out of context oh. and are reacting to them. And a lot of... I It disappoints me because I feel like... I mean, obviously there are a lot of like legitimate criticisms of the book. Like, not everybody's going to love everything. That's mm -hmm. totally fine. Mm -hmm. But... Um, I felt like in the moment where he's asking his friend if they are trans... In that moment, I felt like he was being open-minded, but I'm not a trans person, so of course I can be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. It's I wonder if I like reading people's like reactions to it. Like I wonder how I would feel about it if I were to read it today. But like when I read it initially, like a lot of the times where people were like, I don't like it when people um, get pissed at like book or like media characters for being like cringy and awkward because I'm like, like fuck you, like awkward people exist. You I, know? Okay, spoilers. I'm gonna spoiler, spoiler, spoilers for context of that scene where he asks his friend if they are trans. It's because in this world he had only ever met his friend inside of the MMO where they played as a white male. Yeah. And the reason why they did that is because their mother had told them, you know, you can't get anywhere as a black girl. Yeah. And so she played as a, a white boy. And really what it was is that she was a black queer woman. Yeah. And so his... In, in real life and in the MMO, in the, plays as a white male. In the MMO, plays as a white male. But in real life, she was a black queer woman. And so that's his best friend, and he didn't know that. So when he first meets her, he's, like, confused, and he's like, oh, are you, like, are, do you feel like you're a dude, you know? Yeah. And so, like, that's just, it was questions, and she's like, no, I'm just gay. Yeah. So, you know, and she talks about how her mom wasn't accepting of that and, and see, stuff this like is that. Like, this is, like, where I feel like the context of the book is important. Because this had been his friend for basically years and years, like, his best friend. and Who, who they had only ever met through the MMO. Uh-huh. And uh, I just, again, neither of us are trans, so maybe we're missing something yeah, important. Yeah, for sure. So we could definitely be wrong, but from my experience while listening to the book it was fine yeah i mean i and he was kind of a jerk about it but it was because he was just surprised you know but then he was like oh i recognized her smile and here's the thing is that like i've read plenty of books where like the entire book is okay aside from like one kind of shitty thing a character says mm -hmm. and like it's the type of, and I'm not saying that that was, like, overly shitty, but it's also, like, do I, is the rest of the book fine? Like, is that in, in you know. Well, so for some people, it's understandably a deal breaker. For yeah. For other people, it's not. I just wanted to say, like, 
you know, if you're a trans person and, and you found a problem with it, please message us so that we can better understand. That's yeah. That's the best we can do. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just, I find it interesting how there's been, like, so much negativity around it. I also feel like a lot of what people reacted to in terms of sexism was, like, feeling like uh, the, because the main character is a guy and, like, the whole premise of the book is around, like, know all of the things, like, prove your nerd cred. Mm -hmm. I think that that felt, like, gatekeeping to some people. I can see why. You know, there's probably a lot of legitimate criticisms in that. And I can see that. Um, I found it interesting because, like, some people have said, like, I didn't understand half the references, and it just made me feel really alienated. And I'm, and I was like, oh, that's interesting because when I read it, I didn't understand like two thirds of the references because I was not an '80s kid, so like I didn't play, or play any of the like most of the games or watch like half the movies that they were talking about. But I still felt like the bigger point was you're participating in this like culture mm-hmm. of like nerdness and whether or not I mean this is just my feeling like whether or not you and I have Mm -hmm. played the exact same games we have still felt this we've still been moved by games in the same way and then the ending message is pretty like I don't know the ending message is turn it off (laughs) yeah (laughs) the ending message is now turn it off and go live your life yeah. Like, none of this is actually that important. So, um, anyways. Uh, the ending message is there's more important things to life than nerd culture. That's literally the whole point of the book. Which is, which is so funny because I feel like that's, like, another criticism that people have is that, like, well. There's a balance to everything. That was the message of the book. That was Don't the point. Sp- the whole point of the book was stop playing video games. The earth is dying. <laughs> the point of the book was, the earth is dying. Why are you playing video games? <laughs> um, uh, a couple of questions that people wanted to know about. Uh, do we have any predictions for Life is Strange episode three or possible sequels or seasons? I don't want to make predictions because I don't want to be... I don't know that I have any predictions so much as, like, I have hopes, you know? In the sequel, I hope there's more people of color. I hope they introduce, um, some people might think this is weird, but I hope they introduce some main characters who are Native American because they use so much Native American influences. I just think it's, you know, probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I that probably to some people like oh it doesn't matter but it matters to me because if I was pl- playing a game that was like all about Shinto beliefs and nobody was Japanese I'd be like go fuck yourself you know <laughs> I'd be really pissed yeah but so I think about it like that like if it was an entire game based off of Shinto beliefs and nobody was Japanese I'd be like okay I don't know that I would say like Life is Strange is entirely based around Native American stuff but it does use it. A lot. A lot. And then makes references to Native Americans and stuff like that. So I just hope that, you know, they've done a good job with, like, body diversity and, you know, emotional diversity and trauma 
and dealing with trauma. They're doing a really great job. It's just that's one of my criticisms. I wonder if um, it, it, the including Native Americans, I just wonder like where the next season will be set. Like, would they it have probably it probably would be in Arcadia Bay, but with, like, a different... You think so? I feel like a lot of the magic that happens is centered in the location. I, I agree with you. However, I don't know how they write around the ending of season one. I don't know. My dream for, like, okay, so this is not a prediction, okay? My dream for season two is a bunch of kids having what some would call a walkabout or like you know those camps where they send troubled teens yeah. like survive in the woods that would be my my dream season two a bunch of kids like going to like survival camp because they're all like bad like bad kids and then it turns into some like until dawn's wendigos just running around killing everyone everywhere okay like not that. not that no but where it's like a bunch of teens come like, on life is strange like, until dawn that'd no, be so no, no. cute where it's like life is strange where it's like a bunch of kids <coughs> you know teenagers working through like whatever it is they're going through like oh like i'm struggling with this and like you know Becoming friends, growing relationships, developing as people. So you want group therapy the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. But, like, it's in the woods. You want, so... re- you want rehab the game. Yeah. And, like, it's, you know, so one person gets powers or something, or there's some magical influences that help them, guide them towards, you know, being stronger. I feel like that kind of takes away from, the, like, the rehabilitative nature of it, though, you no, know? No, 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 The woods just want to help. Just kind of like a, it's just guiding them. You know? It helps them. I guess, like, the whole point is that it's supposed to come from you on the inside, not well, like magical fucking, powers. Whatever, you know? I don't care. That's kind of like when people are like, oh, don't get into a relationship right away. Okay, fine. Max doesn't develop as a character because of, like, time powers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but would she ever have been? Would she have been corrupted? I don't know. Because the powers corrupt her and then, you know, help her basically. Mm. Um, I think that would be an interesting story, though. Well, um, I just think it's like if it was if it took place in the wilderness, it would give a lot of space for a magical or like some like magical realism or some mystical feelings. <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense, because I feel like. The woods is kind of like a magically energy place. See, I feel like I, w- I would want it to take place somewhere completely different, like completely different characters. 3,000 years in the future, everyone yep. has laser eyes. Everyone is dead. <laughs> 3,000 years in the future, humans have mecha evolved. One, They're part radiation, part machine. Everybody is sad. We're all dead. We've destroyed the planet. The planet is destroyed. We all have laser eyes and robots for genitals. Um, (laughs) My only, like, obviously, like, other people have predicted this, but, like, the only thing that I could think for, like, episode three would be, uh, hopefully that we see Rachel dye Chloe's hair. I think I saw Chloe have a streak of blue. She does, and everyone's like, oh, Rachel's... So then, at the end... When Rachel is gone and Chloe is sad, Chloe dyes the rest of her hair blue. So, I've noticed a trend in video games. Is that gay people hang out on train tracks and gay girls 
dye each other's hair. So, yeah. um, if you want to court a woman, wait, wait, woman, who dies? Who does? Gone home. They dye each other's hair. Oh, okay. And then she's like writes in her journal how oddly do intimate s- it was. Do straight people not dye each other's hair? I'm just saying, if they do it, straight then people, what you doing? Nope. Because if you did it, you're already gay. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. So if you are a woman and you want to court another woman, take her to the train tracks and dye her hair. I want some sort of, like, tie makeover scene from Clueless with Rachel and Chloe. Oh, yeah. That was great. That's what I really want. <laughs> um, and I also just, I, what, I don't know how, where they're going to choose to go with the ending. I don't know if it's going to be, like, Lita, wherever I hope it lands, I just hope it's not like. Not all love is forever, but that doesn't mean it wasn't beautiful. I just hope that you know they don't leave us on like a hugely sad note. No, know? just don't. I, if they have like the last scene Je- where they're like, "Who's the new teacher, Jefferson?" I'm gonna just like leave with a bitter taste in my mouth. And yeah. Just gonna like, no, like, no, just ignore it. Just ignore yeah. it so people I mean, can headcanon that it's a different timeline. Like, I, I don't agree that it should be a different timeline. However, I respect that people would want to have the openness to have that because I want to read the fan fiction. I, I can, I just, like, I respect that, like, also, it's like, do you really need to... Ooh. Honest, are you gonna... Yeah, go okay. ahead. For season two, I would like it if the gays were not in danger. <laughs> so the gays shouldn't be in <laughs> No, 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 no. I think that there should be a gay immunity. You know how, like... That's not gonna happen. No, you know how, like, the version is always, like, safe? No. I think there should be... I think... I think... It doesn't matter if it's gonna happen or not. I'm going to ask for it. Gay immunity. I'm just saying... Where you think bad things are gonna happen, you can you can threaten it all you want, but at the end of the day, gays are immune. Like, all the non-gays, they, they can die. Well, I mean, gone home, they were fine. Yeah, I know, I'm saying... But, like, what I'm saying is, like, for a life is strange, can we just... But you're saying you don't want them to be in danger at all. No, 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 they, of... can, they can be in danger. They just can't die. Oh, they end up being fine. They end up being fine. There can be, you know, like, Ah, I'm falling off a cliff! But you said, you know, all that shit. Well, it's like uh, Chloe and Max, though, because they end up being okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, no matter what, everything's okay for the gays. Oh, I'm sorry. There's only one ending of Life is Strange for me. And that's when everyone else dies. Yeah. yeah. But some people argue that they don't like that either because it's, like, a punishment or something. Fuck so those I just, people. I just want to, I just want to, I want the gays to be okay. <laughs> I want every I want I want it to be like super gay and okay. <laughs> I think that leave them alone. Uh yeah, I don't know. See the thing is though is that like I don't know if they could I don't know. First of all, I don't know that it would be the same life is strange if like there were no gay characters. Second of all... No, there has to be gay characters. They're just immune. My... my. No, no, no. But I'm saying... you. I, I feel like you can't ask for both. Because why? in Life is Strange, everybody's in danger. Yeah, but, but like, the, if they're secretly immune. Like, we don't know that they're immune until the end. I know. Like, I, what I, I want... I just feel like... If I but, had the power... Like, if I was a producer or something, I would just, like, 
continually make gay people, uh, gay and queer, you know, anybody in the LGBT plus, immune to all harm until one day there's a TV tropes page called, like, Invincible Queer or something. Uh-huh. And then, you know, then that, then, you know, instead of barrier gays or something, it's Invincible Gay. Mm-hmm. Invincible Queer. And then we're fine. I mean, I think that they, if, if they just don't die, that should That's be fine. enough. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it's a canonical not dying. So, we had a bunch of other questions, but uh, I think we're pretty long on time today. Okay. Um, I mean, unless you had thought, so, and other, other things that people were asking about was, like, video game movies, next Dragon Age game. I don't trust video game movies to be anything. To be any good? It's just, video games and movies are two different things. But, I guess... The Resident Evil ones and the Silent Hill. Like, if it doesn't... I enjoyed the original Silent Hill. Yeah, me too. And I, honestly, I enjoyed Resident Evil. I know that, like, those movies get kind of whack, but, like, I enjoyed them for what they are. Oh, Uh, Laura Croft. So, basically, what I'm saying is video game movies are only good if they star a woman. Yeah. And and prove me wrong. Come, what, tell me an example of a good video game movie that doesn't star a, star a woman. I feel like, so, there's going to be an Uncharted one, and then there's going to be a Tomb Raider one. I'm Tomb just, Raider one's going to be the good one. <laughs> I don't know. So, they one of the things this person was asking about was, like, um, they, they, there's kind of a difference between how Tomb Raider and Uncharted decided to approach it. Mm-hmm. So Tomb Raider approached it by merging the storylines of the first two games of, like, the new reboot into um, a single movie, and then Uncharted is just doing, like, a totally new canon storyline. Do you have any thoughts on I which think, you think is better? I think as long as they don't try... Hmm. I think they should try to completely tell different stories, because then if it's hard to enjoy something... That you've played? That you've played. I know. Because you're like, that's not right, incorrect, wrong. Incorrect, I was way more badass. (laughs) Like, who's this? I played as a woman. What the fuck is this shit? No, I didn't romance that guy. Well, with, with, I feel like with Tomb Raider and Uncharted, it's a little different, though, because those are, like, stories on rails. Yeah, but still. But. It's just, like, you're like, that's not how I felt. Nope. Yeah, I feel like. So one of the things that I'm interested kind of in seeing with the Tomb Raider movie is that, like, one of the things that I really appreciate about Tomb Raider is, like, when I play it, I feel like an an, an invincible badass woman. But the thing is, is that, like, for a movie, that doesn't really make for as compelling of a story. There has to be some element of, like, threat or danger, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, there has to be some... I'm interested to see, like... Also, how many people they have her kill because you have a lot of you kill a lot of people in the Tomb Raider movies that they're basing in the games that they're basing. This is just making me want to watch those Angelina Jolie ones again. Oof, those were rough. I liked them. Um, yep. So, uh, I think that having like a new canon story can be good though, because like you said. That way you're not constantly comparing it to, like, a situation that you've played. Well, the Resident Evil one and the Silent Hill one both kind of made their own, like, yes. story, but yeah. with the same kind of tone and feel. I think it's funny because the guy who was making the Silent Hill movie, they forced him to add 
male characters. Because <laughs> the first version didn't have any dudes in it, so when you're watching the movie, you can tell how forced it is, where it's like, all oh, this shit's happening, it's like, then the dad comes in like, what's going on? Oh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Um, And then it cuts back to the women actually doing things. You know what's interesting? So maybe you won't know who this is, but I discovered the other day that the girl that plays, what's her name? The the creepy girl in Silent Hill, the creepy little girl. Yeah. I don't remember what her name is. Did she grow up to become beautiful beyond imagining? She's now one of the main actresses in Dark Matter, which is a sci-fi show that I absolutely love. And I was like, what? Alexa, I think that's her name. Maybe oh. or Alyssa. Alyssa and something else. Yeah, but Silent the girl Hill that plays the movie Alyssa. was cool, but it was it's kind of really disturbing. So if you're sensitive to child abuse and sexual abuse, don't watch it. Yeah, I I liked I liked it though. I liked it a lot, and I liked I liked Resident the especially like the first Resident Evil. That was great. No, that I was loved that it. movie was really I <laughs> it's love fucking that movie. badass. Yeah, she wakes up and she's like, "Guess I'm wearing combat boots with a dress today." <laughs> I have no memory, but I better kill people. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, because the movie is, like, at a certain, like, age now, there's just certain things about it that you're like, oh, this has aged interestingly. Horribly. And it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I really... Remember that guy gets cut into cubes? Oh, don't spoil it for them. That's such a fun part because, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, do you have any life tips? No. No. Oh, always swipe right if somebody has a dog in their profile picture. <laughs> You're going to get all the creeps now. I already did. You want to see a really crazy um, line of messages I got today? Oh, God. Okay, so. This okay. person only had so. pictures of dogs in their profile, so I was like... Like, only dogs? Like only no, dogs. No humans? Well, I think it's because they were insecure about how they looked, and I was like, well... You know, I'm not interested because you're not, like, you're basically, like, hiding yourself, and I don't want to, like, meet somebody that I don't even know anything about. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, polite about it. Like, you know, it's it's hard. I was just basically, you know, you should put yourself out there because you can't expect people yeah. to whatever. Because like, it's, like, a trust thing, too. Yeah, it's, like, even if you are ugly or whatever, like, what? <laughs> so it's, like, uh... Uh, I'm not really interested in the first place. You may as, as well be yourself instead of hiding yourself to delay rejection until later. Like, just yeah. whatever. Uh, will you see Star Wars with me? That will be my dream come true. You're so fucking beautiful. No, sorry. I promise it'll be worth your time. I'm five foot nine, dark hazel eyes, tanned light skin for the season. What? And I was like, dude, that isn't the problem. Like, you're seasoned? Like a turkey? Like the season. I don't know. I can't promise you I'll like you based on your looks, but if you can't put yourself out there, you can't expect people to trust you. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I'm not interested, but thank you for the kind words. Good morning, beautiful. What's your favorite video game at 5.38 (laughs) a.m.? Today, 9.53 a.m. Hope you're having a great breakfast. Just so hungry and lonely this evening. Wish I was laying my dick on top of your big forehead, making it look smaller with my penis so I can see you lick my balls and squish your neck, making you gag with your dog watching, Mari. May I have... Oh, no! May I have your number to ruin your life? Go finger your... Okay, and then at today at 2.22 p.m., go finger yourself then. 
And I didn't respond to any of this. <laughs> wow. Because I wouldn't go see Star Wars with them without knowing anything about them in their bio and only pictures of dogs. <laughs> and I was saying politely, you have to put pictures of yourself up because you need people to trust you before they go blindly meet you. And <laughs> like, I don't know if you're a fucking serial killer. And then you just proved me that you're an insane person. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Do I have any life tips? Um, my life tip is for Disney, make the Xenomorph Queen a princess. No, because you know that Ripley and the Xenomorph Queen are lesbians. They could be princesses together! I know, they could be the first canonically Dual Disney. princesses! They could be the first Disney lesbian princesses. Ripley and the Alien Queen. They fuck in Alien Resurrection and have their little weird human alien lesbian baby. And then Ripley kills it to save the Earth. You're welcome. And I feel like... That would make a really great like introductory story. And guess for what? The first guess what? Stacy, they scissor. Her and the alien queen, they scissor. <sighs> you mad? So mad. <laughs> well, they're kind of like just holding each other and rocking. I don't know what that was. Oh, that's not really quite the same. I don't know what I was but, saying. I'm just but... saying like there's so many mouths. You gotta put them to good use. You could literally. You know? Oh, you could use the you inner mouth. Like, if, if, the, inner, the, the inner mouth could be like like the oh. penetrative, like, you know, goes in, opens up inside, and then it goes in and out rubbing the G-spot. You could literally, like, have a mouth inside doing penetration at the same time that you're licking. The... Do, do, but I thought that was the tongue, the, the inner mouth. No, there's all sorts of tongues. I don't remember Xenomorphs having it. Well, I guess it depends on who the host is, really. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm deeply interested in knowing about the lesbian xenomorph scene. Yes. <laughs> um, did you have any other topics to discuss today? No, but uh, I can't stop thinking about the inner mouth of a xenomorph fucking a vagina. <laughs> the visual in my head is astounding. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, okay, so as always, this podcast is created thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to come support us over there... It is patreon.com slash geekremix. Um, our next goal is for game roast videos. We're over 60% of the way there. So, yeah. Come throw us a dollar if you can. It really helps us out. And thanks. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. I'm at geekremix a lot. And I'm at geekremix. Um, and if you ever have any, like, questions and stuff for the podcast, you can send them to me, you know, either on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I can't promise that we'll get to all of them because people ask a lot of questions, but, yeah. All right. Thank you all so very much, and we'll talk to you later. Boy. Bye. Bye.